Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to a new episode of Phillies Today. It is truck day. The truck loads up to go to Clearwater today. It is truck day. Thursday, February 8th, as we get oh so much closer to pitchers and catchers in just six days and spring training. So exciting. Can't wait. High's like 52 today, so we're getting there. It's February. I'm not trying to get my hopes up here, but, you know, as far as the weather goes, but we're getting there. Um, I think the, this weekend might be like 60 or something like that. But for today's show, we will talk about Truck Day in just a second. I'm going to come out of the gate with a what to expect from a player in 2024. One of the best players on the fills. Definitely wanted to get right to that as we continue that series. We'll update you on the offseason, truck day, few players the Phillies actually added in the last couple of days. New batting practice hat. It's hot. We got to talk about that. Um, and then I have, a, if you want to stick around uh, for the last couple of minutes, I have a new segment I want to introduce. You know, it's it's the off again. It's we're really in that lull right before spring training where not a lot's going on. Um, so I wanted to add a new segment. It's not even baseball related, not even sports related, but it's something I wanted to add in here uh, just to have a little fun. So stick around for that for the uh, for the end of the show, um, as we'll get there in just a little bit. But what to expect from this time from Zach Wheeler? Did Bryson Stott last episode, if you want to check that out. But this episode, Zach Wheeler, I think is a very interesting player to look at this year. Contract year? What's going to happen? I think Zach Wheeler is going to have the best year of his career. I was going to say the best year as a Philly, but no, best year of his career because if it's if it's his best year as a Philly, it's the best year of his career. Because any of these, really any of the years he's had with the Phillies has been better than any of the years he's had with the Mets, and that's not even that's not even uh, really debatable. I think Zach Wheeler is going to have the best year of his baseball career. Look at last year, you know, save for June, he was he was very good overall. Fen- ended up finishing sixth in Cy Young voting. Also won a Gold Glove, and he ended the season. With incredible postseason numbers, as always, he's always uh, you know great under pressure packed situations, and was great throughout the playoffs. No, uh, no start was bad at all. It was it was very good. So Wheeler is set up this year, I think. Contract year, 
coming off, honestly, if you want to look at it ERA-wise last year, was actually like, just 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 from a standpoint of ERA, was one of his worst seasons, actually, as a Philly. And it was still great. It was still really good. Still really good. Except for that June where he had like a 445 ERA. Everything else was good. So what to expect from Zach Wheeler in 2024? I really think he's going to have the greatest year he's had as a Philly and his baseball career. Number one, contract year, like I just said here a couple of times already. I think the biggest thing here is that it's a contract year. And when it's a contract year, you know, sometimes it's almost like make or break for somebody, right? We're not make or break, but um, sometimes the player's going to go one way and they, they might go another. You can either go... You know, kind of, and I hate to bring this up with Aaron Nola last year, but Nola, Nola was pretty mediocre during the regular season, and whether that was because of the contract or or, or whether it wasn't, like, it doesn't matter. Like, or, or it does in this situation because, um, you know, Nola, you know, again, ERA wise, and um, you know, giving up a lot of home runs was not good at all. It was not good at all, and you know, maybe that's not the best example because maybe it's not because of the contract. But in general, though, players players can sometimes fold in contract years. Maybe the pressure gets too much to them. But I think with Zach Wheeler, I think it's going to be the opposite. The guy has performed um, under pressure. Like I just said there about the postseason, he has performed under the pressure. I don't expect anything less for him to not be spectacular this season. He can win a Cy Young this year. And we, we know that. We all know that, but... Especially this year, if there's going to be a year he wins Cy Young, could could really be this year. And look, think about 2021. Like 2021, he had a very good case for the Cy Young. But I'm saying he could he could have that type of year or even better because he's playing in a contract year. So if anyone's going to perform like that, I think it's going to be a Zach Wheeler because of what you know, we've seen from him and the type of guy he doesn't, I mean, he doesn't let anything really phase him. He's kind of just cool, calm, collected out there. You know, he's been compared a lot to to Doc Halliday in that sense. So I think one contract year. And like I mentioned here, you know, I, I think him coming off, you know, the season he had, you know, earned run to average wise, I think he's only going to be much better. He's only going to be much better. I just really think he is. And and lastly here, he wants to win. Like he, he seems like, you know, the way that he kind of goes about his business, like I said, Roy Halladay-esque. And as, you know, someone who performs so well in the postseason, he just seems like the type of guy that, you know, he just really, really wants to win. He's He's been a part of this, you know, Phillies crop, especially after the last uh, couple of years that have been to the postseason. He just seems like, he, he, he seems like the type of guy that just really, really wants to win. Even if he's not like super crazy out there like a, like a Bryce Harper, right? Like Bryce, obviously he just wears his heart on his sleeve and it's so obvious how much he wants to win. But I think Wheeler is more of the the quiet type, obviously. But he's kind of almost like a, 
a quiet assassin in the sense that where it's like he's so good and he also just really 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 wants to win and that's just like the that that's the the sense that i get from from watching zach wheeler on the mound from him and uh from him, him him in interviews like wheeler just i know he wants to win so i think that's also uh going to factor into him um you know being a you know him possibly having you know the the best year of his career it's his fire to win his fire to and to really especially after last year with you know losing to Arizona I really do feel like Wheeler is you know that's going to help prime him for such a just a great year it really is so let me know what you think for Zach of Zach Wheeler do you think what do you think is going to happen? What do you think is going to happen with the contracts? Because the contract's a big thing. And what do you think is going to... Yeah, what what type of year do you expect from Zach Wheeler? Do you expect from him uh, to be one of the best pitchers in baseball like he has been since he's joined the Philadelphia Phillies in 2020? What do you expect from Zach? Give me your thoughts. At Rojas underscore media underscore on Twitter. What do you expect from Zach Wheeler in 2024 as we roll on with that series? Off-season updates. Like I mentioned in the intro, today's truck day. So just a little info here. If you don't know, you know, the truck leaves every year from Citizens Bank Park. It loads up with a bunch of items. I'm not going to name them all because I could be sitting here all day, I feel like, naming these items. But 10,000 cups, 2,400 baseballs, 2,000 short and long sleeve shirts, uh, 1,200 bats, 900 pairs of socks, 600 pairs of pants, 600 batting practice hats, which we're going to get to in a second, and much, much more. There's a lot there. I'm not going to go through every single little thing uh, that the the truck uh, sends off. But the truck will leave. Uh, it, will, it will have a lunchtime send-off at 1140 on Patterson Ave. Um, the final stop will be outside the Citizens Branch on 18th and Market Streets, and that will provide a noon photo opportunity for the fans. So if you're if you're able to make it out. I won't be able to because I will be at work today. Uh, but, you know, make sure you show up. And uh, that, that that's exciting. So it's going to land in Baycare Ballpark Sunday, February 11th, which is a Sunday, obviously. And it's very exciting. It's very exciting if you are a uh, Phillies fan because today really marks the day that we're just getting so much closer to spring training. So truck day always um, an exciting day for Phillies fans as we get closer to the start of spring training. Also, in uh, in other news, the Phillies did make some moves. Probably not the moves that some fans wanted them to make as far as making you know the splashes for big names that are still left like Montgomery, Snell, and Bellinger. But Phillies do add reliever Michael Rucker uh, from the Chicago Cubs. He's a righty, but they end up DFAing Andrew Bellotti I thought Bilotti, you know, might have a chance to make this team. I don't, I, I guess, yeah, he's DFA'd. So there you go. Phil's add Michael Rucker, and they uh, they traded it, got him in a trade from the Cubs, and they sent back cash considerations. Also, they claimed Diego Castillo off of waivers from the Yankees. He's been uh, with Pittsburgh and Arizona the last couple of years. Uh, hasn't been really known too well with his bat. Uh, so we'll see. We'll see. So they they claim Diego Castillo off of waivers uh, from the New York Yankees and also add Michael Rucker um, in a trade 
sending back cash considerations while DFAing Andrew Bellotti. So those are your offseason updates. Truck day, always a big day if you are a fighting Phils fan. And let's another something something to react to to here. It's not official, so I don't want to put this out there and say like this is their official thing. But the Phillies I know I saw Tucker, our own Tucker Bagley, uh, tweeted this out. You can go to his Twitter. I'll find it in a second uh, if you want to get a look at these hats. Uh, it's T Bagley Sports, by the way. T Bagley Sports uh, on Twitter. And he tweeted out yesterday, the Phillies 2024 batting practice hat is fire emoji. And it is. It 100% is. It is the Fanatics face on a blue top hat with a red rim it is so dope it is so dope i i hope that's it i think uh there was a website that tweeted out um a bunch of the uh these new hats that each team is apparently getting and i think the mets one was only the one that was left off ironically um but let me know what you think of this hat it's so i i, I really hope it is if it's not it's a letdown Again, it's the fanatic, fanatic's green face on a blue, blue hat with a red rim. It's so dope. If I could wear hats, if I could rock hats, I would be rocking this hat. Absolutely, but I can't rock hats. I haven't rocked hats since I was in like middle school. I think I tried rocking hats in like uh, early on in my college days, um, and. Even that, like, I look back at pictures, I was like, oh, stupid. I think I, I, I really wanted to rock hats, and I went back to lids, I think, um, within like the last year or two. I went into lids, and I was like, you know what? Let me give it one more try. Let me give it one more try. Let me grab a hat, and let me see what it looks like on in the mirror. And I put it on, and I was like, I will never, ever wear hats ever again. So if you want to do a favor for me, you know, make sure you grab one of these hats. They're so dope they're so cool i love them and i i really like i really 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 hope that uh that they i i would rather them i would rather them wear these these hats than wear those city connects just trash the city connects and you can like wear those with like the 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 cream the cream jerseys that they wear on the like saturdays and sundays those saturday and sunday afternoon games i love those wear those Wear those with wear wear those jerseys with those hats. I don't think you need to wear like batting helmets like that. Actually, I think that's a little too much. But just wear those. Wear those. I'm I'm all for it. Turn from batting practice hat into like a you know a part of those alternate jerseys. I'm all for that. I love the hats though. Let me know what you think of these hats. I am obsessed with them. Super duper obsessed. All right, around Major League Baseball. Um, a couple of things to get to here. There's actually a few big things. Not not like any like big splashes. There wasn't any like, uh, you know, Montgomery, Snell, and Bellinger are still on the table for any teams. Um, and I don't think the Phillies are going to get any of them. But uh, around Major League Baseball, there were a, a couple of big things, big things that happened. Jose Altuve gets a five-year, $125 million extension. The 33-year-old, I believe, Jose Altuve, um, gets a big extension. Looks like he's going to stay Astro for the rest of his career. And February 7th, yesterday, is now proclaimed Jose Altuve Day, according to Houston's mayor, 2-7. 
his number 27, obviously. Clayton Kershaw re-signs with the LA Dodgers. There were some questions whether he was going to end up maybe being a Texas Ranger, but he's not. He's coming back to LA, and he's not going to start. Uh, he won't be able to come back for the season until about uh, you know later in the summer because of his shoulder. So, but Kershaw does resign with the Dodgers. Maybe gives them some depth um, for late in the postseason, and uh, we'll see what happens there. But Kershaw resigns with the Dodgers. Bobby Witt, huge extension, just like not just like Jose Altuve. It's a lot more. Bobby Witt, the young Royals star, coming off an almost 30-50 season, gets an 11-year, 288 million dollar extension. And the options that could make it 14 years, 377 million. And I don't know, I don't know what the exact specifics are of that, but excited if you're a Royals fan. There's been a lot of different takes on this uh, extension. We'll see. It's one of those, uh, you know, Jack. Uh, my the name is escaping me. The uh, Jackson Churio, I believe it is from the Brewers. He just got, you know. a Big big time contract, not quite that big, and he hasn't even stepped on a field yet. Bobby Witt has played two years and had a really good year last year. I think he had a four plus B war. So Bobby Witt, very interesting, getting a huge extension there to be a Royal for a long time. Gary Sanchez signs with the Padres, seven million dollars, uh, one year plus the option, according to John Heyman. And lastly, here, not Major League Baseball, but Caribbean Series. Had to mention this, Angel. It's maybe it's Angel Pedron. Uh, throws a no-hitter in the Caribbean Series for the first time since 1952. Wow. So had to mention that. First time since 52. It's the second no-hitter ever in the Caribbean Series and the first time in, what's that, 80 years almost pretty much? 80 years? 50 to 20 would be 70. So what? what's that, uh, about 76 years? Holy crap. So Angel Angel Padron? Angel or Angel Padron throws no hitter in the Caribbean series for the first time since 1952. This day in Philly's history for February 8th, uh, transactions on this day in 1966 signed minor league free agent Larry Cox. 1972 traded Bobby Fail to Milwaukee for a player to be named. All the way in 06, signed free agent Alex Gonzalez. Uh, in 2019, they signed free agent Sean Rodriguez. Uh, I don't really feel like I should have mentioned that because who likes Sean Rodriguez? But anyway, I have to mention it. 2021, signed free agent Chase Anderson. Um, also born on this date, uh, 1914, Burt Haas. 1920, Buddy Blattner. And 1942, Costin Shockley. Never heard of any of those guys. Burt Haas kind of sounds familiar, but I don't think it's for any of those reasons at all. Um so that's this day in Philly's history. So thanks for sticking around for, uh, you know, the end of the show here. Uh, I decided to, you know, again, it's been been a little bit dry, you know, in the offseason and been trying to come up with some content. So I decided to let's have a little bit of fun. Um, if you if any of you listen to me on WIP, any of the other podcasts or anything else I do. Love music, I'm a big music guy. I've been a music guy since, you know, since I was pretty young, started, you know, listening to music when I was a very young age in like elementary school, middle school, uh, maybe wasn't like super duper, like, like heavy, heavy into music like that when I was, you know, when I was like 
eight or nine years old. But, you know, the older I've gotten, um, especially like high school, uh, music has become like a big part of my life. Just like I can't go without music. Just obviously I can't go without baseball and sports. I can't go without music as well. So I decided if any any of you are big music people out there, um, if any of you are, you know, big fans of the maybe the same genres of music that I listen to, or maybe you're looking for something else to get into. Um, I got some things for you, some stuff I've been listening to uh, lately uh, that's been on my Spotify um, little home you know, home screen here. Uh, Poison the Well. Now, it might, might, might not be for everybody, probably. It's acquired taste. Poison the Well. They're an early metalcore band from the uh, late 90s and early 2000s. Album I've been listening to, The Opposite of, of December, A Season of Separation. Um, again, maybe not something, uh, that everyone's into, um, might not be extremely accessible, but if you're into any sort of heavy metal, um, poison the well, the opposite of December, a season of separation, something I've been listening to lately. Um, also new radicals, the album called maybe you've been brainwashed too. They're like a late nineties pop rock band. This is the only album I think they've ever released. Um, you probably know the song, you get what you give. That's like their big uh, hit from that song, or for, excuse me, from that album. So that's a uh, that's a pretty, uh, you know, late '90s album. There, uh, maybe you've been brainwashed to New Radicals. Another one, or it's, and that's again more accessible. Maybe something most of you would be into rather than Poison the Well. Something else that uh, isn't super accessible, but I'm putting it out there anyway. Dying Fetus, Killing on Adrenaline. That was their first released album. They're another metal band. Uh, something I started listening to within the last couple of days. I like it, uh, but maybe not everyone would like it. But it's okay. I'm just gonna put it out there. They are they're like more of like an extreme metal band. Um, Dying Fetus, Killing on Adrenaline. Last one here. Over to hip hop. Hip hop, something I've listened to uh, for a very long time. Haven't listened to as much hip hop over the last couple of years as I've gotten into like heavier music like uh, punk and metal. But uh, Benny the Butcher, someone else that's always been, uh, you know, someone I've, you know, I've listened to over the last like four or five years. Uh, he had dropped a new album in the last couple of weeks called Everybody Can't Go. If you're a rap fan, if you're a fan of lyricism, if you're a fan of um, like street rap, stuff like that. Definitely an album for you. It was very good. I gave it about three or four listens. Everybody Can't Go by Benny the Butcher. But let me know what you've been listening to out there. I would love to know, you know, give me album recommendations. Give me playlists, song recommendations. I'm all for it. On Twitter, at Rojas underscore media underscore. Let me know what you've been listening to lately, music-wise, if you do like music, or if you're looking for something to get into, you know, tweet me, let me know, all that good stuff. So, that's going to do it for today. Um, and let me know what you think of the music segment here. Anything, you know, uh, something I can you know add new to uh, the pods. Give me your thoughts on that. So that is going to do it for this edition of today's show. The uh, Phillies today, Phillies 24-7. Um, you know, when I talk to you guys on Monday, will it be? It'll be almost time for pitchers and catchers. And the truck will have landed in Clearwater. So I'm going to talk to you guys on Monday. Stay tuned for Ben, Kenny, Justin Morgenstein. They got you for more uh, for other episodes. Stay tuned for their always great content. I'll talk to you guys soon. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.